Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Do you need heavy equipment or farm equipment? Look no further than Southern Equipment and Parts in Laurel. We have a wide selection of new and used equipment from many top brands. We also offer parts, service, and rentals. Whether you're a contractor, farmer, or just need help around the house, we have what you need. Southern Equipment is your one-stop shop for all farm and heavy equipment. Visit us at 5237 Highway 84 West and southernequipparts.com or call 601-651-4555. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, let's go. Happy Thursday afternoon to everybody. Welcome to the Eagle Hour. We're broadcasting today, as always, from the Southern Bancorp Studios right here in Hattiesburg. We're glad you're with us. Uh, the guys, well, they're down in Purvis today at Ramey Motors. We'll be checking in with Kelly and Michael here in just a few moments. Patrick McGee on the show today. He'll be joining us here momentarily. Also, Michael Hammett from Louisiana Monroe on the program later in the hour. Opening segment sponsored by Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of the Eagle Hour and proud supporters of Southern Miss Athletics. And we're happy to say very good friends of ours. A great a great company to cater your next event, whether it be large or small. And, of course, a great place to eat dinner uh, seven days a week right by the mall in Hattiesburg. All right, Patrick McGee kicks off the uh, show today from NOLA.com down in the beautiful Crescent City. He is our go-to guy when it comes to the New Orleans Saints. All right, Patrick, the Saints have one preseason game left. Uh, we're going to see Jamison Winston, I would think, on the field. And uh, h- how do you how do you analyze the preseason for the Saints? Well, in turn, if you wanted to just judge the team by the, the preseason games, there's really not been much to judge because they really – set out all their stars. You with me, Patrick? Sorry about that. My no. cheek hit the mute button. No, no, no problem. No <laughs> but problem. but no, I, I, if you wanted to judge the Saints just by what they've done in the preseason so far, there's not much to judge because they've sat uh, most of their stars throughout the preseason. Whenever they've had a mix of their first or second stringers in there, they've looked pretty good. But Ian Book has kind of struggled – the, the, the question going into Friday night, is Jameis Winston going to play? He's looking healthy enough to go out there and give it a go, but it remains to be seen. If I had to guess, I'd say he probably gets a short outing against the Chargers at home on Friday night just to kind of uh, get him rolling a little bit, get that little experience out of the way before the season starts. So uh, the good news for the Saints right now is Jameis Winston is healthy, but there's other you know injury concerns to other positions, especially a receiver. With Michael Thomas, who is out with a hamstring, uh, but it remains to be seen how exactly how serious it is. Overall, is the team uh, healthy, or do they have injury issues, generally speaking, because that always has a, such a big role in the NFL? Yeah, they've been a little bit, uh, whether it's uh, you got Thomas, who I just mentioned, they've been a little bit banged up at left tackle. Uh, James Hurst has missed some time here recently, uh, meaning Trevor Penning, the the first-round draft pick, it could possibly be, possibly be uh, on the field for the first game, but we'll see. I, I, you know, if I had to guess, they'll work, do everything possible uh, to get Hurst ready to go game one. He's just the more experienced guy. You've seen 
Uh, Penning makes some rookie mistakes, no big deal, but physically looks good. He's just got some catching up to do. Uh, but yeah, there there are some injury uh, concerns at various positions, but it's not it's not something we're sitting here, th- you know, fretting and, and worrying at this point in the preseason. I think overall, it's just a matter of some of the 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 newer guys who have just joined the team, like it's safety, Tyron Matthew, uh, Marcus May. Those guys need a little bit more time out there. Matthew missed some of preseason camp and, and may still got some catching up to do so uh they're hoping to kind of get everybody a little bit more comfortable there's a little gap between the end of the preseason and the regular season so they've got time to get it right and of course it uh it starts a, a new era with sean payton gone from a from, from a fan perspective patrick mm-hmm. are the saints going to look a lot different on the field or are they going to look like the saints everyone is used to watching they're going to look like the Saints. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't think you know the average fan is going to watch and see much, see much difference. I don't, I don't think so at all. I mean, P- Pete Carmichael might show a little lean toward a certain play more, or call more screens, or maybe something along those lines. Uh, but there'll be little you know tweaks, whether it's Taysom Hill lining up more at tight end. Uh, you know, it, it, there's going to be changes, but overall, the scheme on both sides of the ball is going to be pretty darn similar to what Saints fans have seen for the last almost 15 years. Right. All right. Kelly is uh, down with Michael at Ramey Motors. If Kelly, if you could hear us, they got a question for Patrick Fireway. I do, Patrick. Uh, of course, the Golden Eagles now switching to the college game. The Golden Eagles will head to the Crescent City week four against the, uh, or is it week three, against the Tulane Green Wave. No, it's week four. Uh, that they'll be down uh, in New Orleans. What are we hearing from, I, I know there's been a, a big coaching transition as far as the assistant coaches go, that Willie Fritz has had to undergo some makeovers there on the assistant coaching staff. What are we hearing about the Tulane Green Wave at this point as they get ready to tee it up for the 2022 campaign? Uh, I don't have any great insight, you know, that Tulane is really kind of off my beat uh, in terms of my concern or whatever. Uh, we do cover Tulane a little bit. Honestly, the, uh, my main focus right now is Saints and LSU and all that. So I wish I had great insight for all the Southern Miss. I, I can, I, hopefully I can be up to speed by the time Tulane gets around, but I, re- I really don't have anything to offer on that. You know, Willie Fritz has has some connections to the Sun Belt because he went to Tulane from Georgia Southern, uh, right. where he you know had the Eagles on the top of the hill over there. So there's there's going to be some more uh, Sun Belt connection there. You know, with the with the Tulane Green Wave. Tom Brady's back in practice now with the with the uh, Buccaneers. I just and and everybody in Vegas, uh, Patrick has has the Buccaneers winning two or three more games than the Saints. Are we? Are we seeing this with our hearts rather than our eyes, or, or what are we missing here? Tampa can't possibly be that much better than New Orleans. Would you agree? No, no. I mean, I, I think this. You know, we'll find out early on. You know, what what it wouldn't surprise me if Tampa comes out of the gate a bit slow. It's been an odd kind of preseason for that team, but it's a team that's going to get it right. Uh, you know, Tom Brady's been through slow starts, a little bumpy uh, uh, periods, so and he's always gotten those guys out of it. I think you know Tampa is worthy of being considered the favorite in the division. I, you know, they've they've won the games when it really counted. Uh, you know, the Saints really given them hell in the preseason. Excuse me, in the regular season. Uh, but it's it's one of those things to where the, you know the Buccaneers have that little bit of certainty, uh, able to build around Tom Brady. Uh, I'm not you know a big buyer of the Buccaneers this season. I think it's going to be really kind of between the Saints and the Buccaneers. I bet I don't see either the Saints or the Buccaneers being the team that kind of flourish with 13 or 14 wins. I think both teams could go anywhere from 10 to 12 wins. Uh, that's just kind of my expectation. But I see both of them come on the same level. And, and Kelly, the 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 Bucks have the goat. 
<laughs> oh, gosh, I, I knew you weren't going to mention him at some point, Bob. All right, Patrick. So, Patrick. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to ask real quick. So are the Packers and Rams, are they generally assumed then at the top of the NFC heap? Yeah, I would say so. It's fair to kind of put them in that group, even though, I, you know, I think the Rams are going to be quite good. You know, I don't see them being quite up to what they were a year ago. I think everybody kind of points to the FC as being the stronger conference this year. But I, I think the Packers and the Rams deserve to be there. But the Packers, you know, it remains to be seen uh, whenever you subtract Devontae Adams from the, the offense. How much does that change things? I know Aaron Rodgers has been too happy uh, with his receivers through much of uh, preparation. So, uh, it, we'll, we'll see. I think the NFC is going to be really, really unpredictable this season, while the AFC probably plays out with the same kind of teams very much in the running at the end. In the NFC, I think it really could be anywhere from like 10 to 12 different teams who are really in that, that hunt for, the say, the top uh, three or four seeds going into the playoffs. Yeah. Patrick, the, uh, the month of September, who do, the, who do the Saints play in the first month of the season? How do you see them coming out of the first month? Uh, well, they've got the. They start off with the Falcons in Game One, and that's a game in Atlanta, and that's one they should handle. And then you know you go right from the Falcons, then you host the Buccaneers uh, in New Orleans. That's a game the Saints should win. Uh, then you go to Carolina, another game the Saints should win. And then I think if you know the Vikings come to New Orleans on October second, that's a tough one. Uh, the Seahawks are a team in transition at quarterback. We're getting in October there. Uh, but really, for the first three games, you're you're all NFC South. And the good news for the Saints is that the Buccaneers in New Orleans first. If you can kind of get one up on them early in the season, uh, that helps you down the road. You know, for at least maybe can give yourself a little bit of a little bit of cushion going into the midway point of the season. Uh, so yeah, I, you know, you got Falcons, Buccaneers, Panthers all in September, uh, and those are three games. You know, the Buccaneers one's going to be really tough, but they've got to come to New Orleans. So. Uh, there's a chance there uh, if the Saints can win at Atlanta, at Carolina, and get Tampa at home, uh, that really, really sets them up well the rest of the season in terms of division. Right, and nobody really expects much out of Carolina or Atlanta, fair to say? No, I mean, going to Carolina is going to be tougher. That's a team that I think that has more potential to maybe compete, maybe get up to seven wins. You know, I, I don't see them really having a winning record this season, but if things kind of bounce their way, I think they're a team that can compete and give the Saints – trouble so th- those are three games that are very winnable for the saints but uh, but no certainty you know outside maybe that game at atlanta uh, you're in new orleans now i i gotta believe the excitement begins to bubble up when uh, we get close to see the new orleans saints playing every year yeah it's it's been kind of a quiet preseason i think everybody's pretty bored by those preseason games uh they just want to see some some action uh they're tired of seeing ian book take snaps they want james yeah. Uh, in there. So, I, yeah, I, I, you're going to see uh, excitement build up over the next two weeks. All right, Patrick, we'll be right there with you every week for you to keep us up to date. We appreciate you, buddy. You enjoy your weekend down in the Big Easy. All right. Thanks, Bob. Patrick McGee, everybody, from NOLA.com. Love the guy, our go-to guy uh, when it comes to the New Orleans Saints. All right, when we come back, we're going to go to Purvis. Michael and Kelly are down there with the greatest baseball player in the history of Purvis High School, and the Man that the city was named after. It's amazing. They both work at Ramey Motors. We'll be right back.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, welcome back. Second segment of the Eagle Hour, sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net on Hardy Street. Great place for you to buy your Southern Miss apparel before the first football game a week from this Saturday. Uh, they've got the best selection in town, uh, really anywhere. Campus Bookmart, CampusBookmart.net. Don't forget, you can hear the Super Talk Eagle Hour podcast at whenever you choose on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or you can just tell Alexa to play the Super Talk Eagle Hour. All right, Michael Bergens and Kelly Standard, they're in Purvis uh, with our good buddies at Ramey Motors, and they've got the man the city's named after, Tony Purvis. Take it away, boys. And the rain has begun to fall here in Purvis, where normally the sun is always shining. But uh, even Purvis can't escape this uh, weather system that seems to hang around and, and doesn't want to leave. Tony Purvis does join us here live from Ramey Motors. And as we're making the transition now, starting to get toward the end of summer, Tony, into the fall. So how does that change the focus here at, at Ramey Motors? Yeah, that's right. So a lot of stuff we say, you know, you got your boats. Lawnmowers, really spring, summertime. Interesting that you mentioned boats first. Yeah. yeah, that's what I said. We need to pick up a line of umbrellas Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. that's the only business this is good for right now. But, yeah, so you got the tractors, man, food plots, everybody getting ready for hunting season. You'll still still got a bunch of deals. We got actually food, uh, food plot specials, we call it. So it comes with everything you need to uh, do your food plot, get ready for uh, deer this year. And I think there's gonna be, it's going to be a good hunting year, I think, you know. Well, it's going to be good. They it, it can't say that the crops aren't growing That's or whatever. Right. The, the, That's right. And too rain. So um, we've we've talked in the past, you know, post COVID about supply issues. How are things loosening up there a little? Yeah, bit? yeah. We're we're able to get just about everything except except Hondas. Hondas are still a little slower for us to get. And Kelly, I tell you, when we get one, it's sold. I mean, it as soon as we get one, it, it is gone. So if you're wanting a Honda, any type of Honda, Pioneer one thousand five hundred. You need to come down here and get your name on a list because as soon as they hit the hit the asphalt, they are sold. Um, so, still having trouble getting you know Honda uh, product. But as far as you know, our, we we got Yanmar, Mahindra, and Case um, getting getting just about it. All we need as far as the tractors go. Um, getting all the the mowers. We got plenty of mowers out here. You know, I think you bought one, didn't you? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Vehicle-wise, man, you know that market's been a roller coaster this year. Um, but we're able to uh, keep a good, um, in, good set of inventory. I think we got seventy on the lot right now. Good mix. Um, uh, you see these Jeeps out here? Yeah. Really? yeah, yeah. Those Jeeps, man, they are nice. Top of the line. Those are the three ninety-two. We got three of them. Um, we got a we got a good mix of half tons. Got a few diesels still left, and uh, you know school started back. So if you're having trouble getting them kids to school in them small little cars, come see us. We'll put you in an SUV, give you a little more room, make that morning commute a little easier with uh, taking the kids back and forth to school. You know, we talked about the supply thing early and how difficult it was, but really, during even the pandemic, you guys never really had a a problem as far as supply goes, but it's the way that you approach securing inventory. Let's talk a little bit about that. Well, we we do multiple ways of getting vehicles as far as on the vehicle side. You know, we buy from individuals. We'll go to auctions. We're very fair on our trade, so getting getting our trades in that's that's helped us keep inventory as well um you know so 
we we just never was scared. We had the faith that our customer, our clientele, would continue to buy from us, so we continue to buy. And because of the internet, you're certainly not limited to just Lamar and Forest That's County. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean we're in Purvis, you know, three thousand people. It ain't that many, but uh, we get people coming from everywhere. Um, I got a guy coming today, right? Coming right now from New Orleans. He'll be here about three o'clock. So we we reach. You know, we go wide and far. You know, you can find us on CarGurus, Cars.com, all the different uh, search engines there um, when vehicles. And the tractor side, the, you know, power sports side, they do a really good job of advertising, man. And we get people coming from everywhere. People will drive to save money, Kelly. They will. And we got a good, uh, you know, we're we're real laid back. We're, uh, you know, we're, we're fun to deal with, easy to deal with. And, um you know, we make it. We make the transaction easy. It ain't a stressful thing. We want you to come back again and again and again and buy, you know, one of our many products. So we're gonna treat you right, and we'll get you get you to drive. That's for sure. Tony Purvis is with us from Ramey Motors, uh, and just because it's raining outside, raining pretty heavily now in Purvis, does not mean that they don't stay busy. Because you actually, through the internet and the telephone, you guys are working deals almost all the time, regardless of the weather, and somebody. They don't necessarily physically have to be here. That's right. Yeah, we deliver as well. Um, so, you know, we can do we can do most everything online, um, which has been great. That's you know, if one good thing came from COVID, that's it. They've made it where the transition of doing everything remotely, doing everything online, has just been a lot, made a lot easier. It's a lot easier to deal with because uh, you had to. You know, you couldn't get people coming in. Everyone's scared to leave to leave their house. So that's that's actually helped us a lot on changing how we handle customers as far as hey just come by here and check out what we got we were able to to learn a new skill set of working deals over the phone and it's it's you know on rainy days like this it helps you know if you do everything on the phone you ain't got to stand out in the rain and wait you know yeah so. but actually just before the show today you guys were were working a deal for one for one of the cars you know mm-hmm. conversations back and forth so I mean that was pretty cool to kind of see the inner workings of how yeah, all that works absolutely yeah we. Uh, it's fun, man. A lot of people now just want the ease. They want to be able to come here and be gone in 10 minutes. Nobody wants to sit four hours at a car dealership anymore, and we don't want you to sit here four hours. You know, we want to we want to keep you happy and get you, you know, like I said, continue to come back. So we'll do as much as, much as we can over the phone for sure, and that's on any product, you know. That's not just vehicles. That's anything. So we can do most everything online and then uh, or over the phone. Get you to come in here, sign a couple pieces of paper, and you'll be on your way. So besides besides the, the obvious, you know, the autos and trucks and tractors and whatnot, what else what was, what else are people buying this time of year, Tony? Well, we we, uh, we we got a lot over there, as you can see over there in the parts and service counters. We got a lot. We got these gas jugs. Everybody loves them, man. That's a big seller. Uh, we also picked up a couple lines of grills. Um, so we got grills available um you know just a bunch of you know and then always like we've talked about before man you got your steel in the back you know weed eaters chainsaws uh blowers just about anything that steel makes we got we got it battery gas you know there's probably even a hybrid back there i don't know if they make those but i'm sure if they did we had it so so with these grills so if you're a prospective wrapper you can come in and get a fresh set of grills <laughs> no 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 cooking <laughs> oh, oh, cooking grill. Come on, you look like you've cooked okay. on a grill before. Well, <laughs> and I noticed the uh, Piper Mergen size four wheelers back here, too. Those just caught my eye. Yeah, those little bitty cool four wheelers. Yeah. I, I don't know why you're surprised at that. I mean, you know, I'm, you guys know I like gangster rap, right? <laughs> 
That's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, you tell us well, how he came thumping <laughs> yeah. in earlier. Yeah. <laughs> in his Honda. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's right. Uh, but let's talk about the service department too, Tony, because I know that's something you guys are really proud of, as as you should be, man. And that there isn't anything they can't do back there. Absolutely. Yeah, we work on. You know, we sell everything, so we got to work on everything. So we got a a good group of mechanics. You know, full circle Honda. You know, tractors, boats. We have specialty mechanics and all of that, you know, as well as the vehicles. We have a full-service uh, tire and oil bay. So, you know, we do change tires and uh, do oil changes constantly. So, you know, if you don't want to wait in line to do that, you can swing by here and get your oil changed. Um, but, yeah, we got a full-service department, service everything. It's not just, you know, what we sell as well. So, I mean, if you got a, some, we, we can work on, you know, most anything as far as the power uh, sports go, um, as far as boats and uh you know, tractors and, uh, you know, side-by-sides. If it ain't a Honda, we can possibly still work on it, but call and make sure. Uh, but, yeah, we got a good group of guys. We got three guys that work the service desk, uh, desk that help you out any way they can. Um, One of the things that I've, that I've noticed uh, in our relationship, you know, here at Ramey Motors, and I'm not saying this just to blow smoke up your skirt, is that everybody here seems to really enjoy life. Yeah. I mean, everybody's got a good sense of humor. You guys laugh and cut up with each other and joke, and there's just a... A genuine sense of uh, relaxation here, absolutely. And, and that that look, it's you know everything's everything's cool. Yeah, yeah, and well, that's well, fantasy football is about to start, and we got this Uh-oh. big, Uh-oh. we got this big fantasy football. So <laughs> you might come in here and see some people not so happy during the during the week and the next couple of weeks. But yeah, man, we have a, you know, when I first hired on, you know, golly, that's three four years ago. It's that's what it was sold to me as as a family, and that's what it is, man. We. You know, a couple of us have grown up here in Purvis, um, you know, so, and then, you know, we, we just, we are family. We got, a, we got a good group of guys that help each other out. So if you come in and you're looking for John, we'll help you, you know, I'll help you out. So it's not, you're not going to say, oh, we'll sit here and wait. We're going to, everybody steps up, steps in, and we're a team, you know, and that's the biggest thing is just the team. You get, you get a just the utmost uh, customer service when everyone works together. So, and, and where are we on the the erection of the uh, Dakota Baker, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, bust or, or statue out front here? Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that'll get built anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> if if he pays for it, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Right. Yeah, that's right. You guys are closed on Sundays. That's correct. Yeah. But but other than that, you guys are pretty much blowing and going. That's right. Eight to five Monday through Friday, and eight to two on Saturdays. Um, and yeah. online? Online, yeah. RamyMotorsMS.com. And then, hey, so something cool that just happened last week is you can actually go to RamyMotorsMarine.com and look at all the boats. So it's a totally new website just for <laughs> boats. Uh, so you got Ramy Motors Power Sports, Ramy Motors Marine, RamyMotors.com. So all of them got the separate uh, uh, websites now. And if you go to Ramy Motors Power Sports, there is a link for Marine, but just a lot more uh a lot more boats options online. And, and I should not make light of the fact because there are a lot of people in Mississippi suffering now because of because of all this rain that we're getting. But he talks about Ramy Marine as it is pouring outside <laughs> here in Purvis. We're up against a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to learn all about the Louisiana Lafayette Warhawks as we talk with the new voice of the Warhawks after this timeout. You're listening to the Eagle Hour.
Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back. I want to thank Tony Purvis for joining us uh, from Ramey Motors down in Purvis. Always fun to be down there with our good friends uh, at Ramey Motors. That heavy rain that uh, Kelly was describing appears to be headed right here toward the studio. And uh, so if you're in the Hattiesburg area, get ready for what appears to be yet another afternoon of heavy rain. 4th Street Bar Grill sponsors this segment of our show every day on the Super Talk Radio Network. They're right in the shadow of the rock. That's where we'll be the Friday before football season kicks off with the Liberty Flames. Uh, visit town to take on our Golden Eagles. We'll look forward to being down there with Slade and the guys. Also a reminder, we're on the road next Wednesday. Two-hour edition of the show from Midtown. We'll be at Mobe Beignet. Uh, still working on... Uh, Yes, but right now it looks good. Reggie Collier, Lee Roberts, Christian Ostrander, Daniel Stewart. Uh, we believe that uh, Jeremy McLean will be joining us as well. So uh, we're going to have a great two-hour show uh, next Wednesday as we get ready to kick off football 2022. They're doing the same thing over in Monroe, Louisiana. We're happy to have the brand-new football play-by-play voice of Louisiana Monroe, Mike Hammett, on the Eagle Hour Mike, a lot of excitement here in Hattiesburg about football season being 10 days away. I'm, I'm guessing it's the same over in Monroe. Yeah, absolutely, guys, uh, and thanks for having me. It's uh, you know a lot of anticipation year two with Terry Bowden at the helm here. And, uh, you know, starting over a little bit with uh, different coordinators already on both sides of the ball with uh, Rich Rodriguez leaving after last season to go to Jacksonville State and become the head man there. And, Took the defensive coordinator, Zach Alley, with him as well. So uh, bringing in veteran guys, though, Matt Kubik, of course, you know, from his time down there in Hattiesburg as well. And then uh, bringing in uh, Vic Koning to run the defense. Of course, he's been around with Troy a couple of stints there and all over the country, really. So going to be interesting to see how the Warhawks adjust this year. But, uh, you know, Coach Bowden has his guys fired up, and I'm sure they're ready to get on the plane and head to Austin next Friday to take on Texas on Saturday. Well, we've been going around the league talking to all the play-by-play guys about football. I I will tell you this, Mike, a lot of excitement here in Hattiesburg when it was announced that Southern Miss was was leaving, uh, thank God, uh, out of Conference USA (laughs) and uh, and moving to the Sun Belt. But what was the reaction uh, at Monroe about the four new members? You know, I think in particular – we're excited to have Southern Miss in the league, for one, because that is another school that is within a short trip from Monroe. A lot of our fans can make the trip down to Hattiesburg for games. Your fans can make the trip up here to Monroe. I think it's only great. I mean, I know the, the rivalry you've had with Louisiana Tech over the years, and you know we're a little bit shorter of a trip than going to Ruston. So right. it's, a, it's a good thing to have you guys in the league. And then the three out east, too, I think it just it gives some stability to the Sun Belt in a time where there is so much instability in college sports at the Division One level in particular, that you have the East schools that they all have a tight geographic footprint out there where you kind of had App State and Coastal Carolina a little bit on an island before. Now they have some help. And then it got tighter in the West, too, to, to bring in Southern Miss, slide Troy, and keep South Alabama here in the West. Texas State's a bit of a trip for all of us, but – it's still, I think, a good footprint in the West, and glad to have Southern Miss on board. They, uh, we came down to Hattiesburg my first year in Monroe, anyway, to wrap up a little 
uh, home-and-home series with the Golden Eagles, and I'm looking forward to making that trip a, a lot more often now moving forward. Well, I have to ask you this question. What did Coach Federico have to say about the Golden Eagle <laughs> baseball team coming into the league? <laughs> and that's the thing is, is this league got so much better in football, but if you ask me, this league got a lot better in baseball, and it was already a good league in baseball. And so you add in three great baseball programs. I think James Madison's really going to get it going here in short order in baseball. Uh, of course, Old Dominion and Southern Miss. My goodness, to bring two programs like that into this league. Coach Fed, I, I know he's excited. He's still close with everybody down there in Hattiesburg, and he, all, he loved the trip back there a few years ago when we came down to play. I think he's looking forward to getting back there a little more, too, to, to play against the Golden Eagles. And, you know, it just forces us to continue to elevate our game here. He's done a great job building this program so far. A little bit of a step back this last season, but I think he's certainly excited to get this going a little more. And you know what? You just got to raise your game a little more now that the Golden Eagles are in the league. All right, Kelly, jump in here with Mike. Yeah, Mike. Mike, it's good to have you uh, with us today. The Warhawks, when you when you talk about you know situation there, there's always been this political talk, and I asked the commissioner about this yesterday because the Louisiana Tech rivalry that you just talked about, and you hear people always saying, "Well, Louisiana Tech, they're never gonna they're never gonna get invited into the Sun Belt because Monroe and Lafayette would not allow that to happen." Have you heard that? Have you heard kind of talks of along those lines? And if so, what you and I know it's just all kind of chatter but what do you think right you know i i've heard that before of course and it it does make a little bit of sense but at the same time you know i think there's something to be said about bringing another quality team into the league i had heard the rumor at one point that you know that lafayette and ulm were not going to stand in the way of tech coming in this last cycle but it didn't happen uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see three teams from Louisiana in the league like that. I don't know that it will ever happen. I think, first of all, Louisiana Tech, I think there's a little bit of pride there about not being in the same league as ULM and Lafayette. I think they look down their nose at the two of us a little bit. And Lafayette's done a fantastic job of raising their game, to be perfectly honest. I mean, football has been incredible what they've done under Coach Napier. Uh, they've always been competitive in basketball, Coach Marlin. Of course, baseball is baseball. I mean, uh, what they've done there uh, ever since Coach Robichaud took over, you know, 30 years ago, that's, that's such a great program. And they compete, I think, a little bit better with Louisiana Tech than we do. We're, we're trying to take steps in that direction and get going that way. And I'm sure that's going to be a goal of the new athletic director whenever we name one here uh, over the next couple of months. But it's certainly a, it's an interesting rivalry, to say the least. I'm not from this area originally. I've been around it for five years now. And, uh, you know, ULM folks don't like Louisiana Tech at all. Louisiana Tech folks don't like ULM at all. Unfortunately, we don't play in football. We play every now and then in basketball. We do get some midweeks in baseball. But uh, I just I don't know how that would work to have them in the league, to have three that tight with recruiting and everything else you're talking about. It would be it'd be interesting. It'd certainly drive some fan interest for sure. But boy, I just I don't know that there's going to be a lot of interest as long as both Lafayette and ULM are in the league to add a third member in Louisiana like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Besides so, Southern Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, besides Southern Miss and Louisiana Monroe being in the Sun Belt, when you look at the numbers of budgets, Bob, when it comes to cranking out the numbers, 
really, Southern Miss and Monroe are right there among the lowest budgets of all the Division One schools right. going on. So that's something else that, that the Warhawks and the Golden Eagles have in common is trying to trying to stretch the dollar like very few other schools do. Right. Now, I know, uh, Mike, uh, our last game this year is with you guys. Uh, in this part of the country, uh, we seem to be putting a lot of stock in our defensive team. Question mark seems to be on the offensive side, although it is expected to improve. Uh, what's the look from where you're at? Uh, are the Warhawks uh, going to be stronger defensively or offensively, you think? I think it's the exact opposite of what you were talking about right there with Southern Miss. I think there's a lot of optimism with the offense here at ULM. Uh, of course, Coach Matt Kubik did a great job with his offense before he left to go to Southern Miss. And he had Caleb Evans, who was a fantastic quarterback uh, for, while during his time here. Coach Kubik, his big thing is he has a system a little bit, but he also tailors his system to fit the personnel that are in place. He's got Chandler Rogers, who was, of course, a former Golden Eagle. It's going to be the starting quarterback coming up this spring, or this fall, rather, for ULM. They just named that Tuesday, uh, that Chandler would be in that role. They've got another guy in Jaya Wright as his backup. They're very similar uh, run-pass guys that, uh, you know, very mobile, but are also pretty good in the passing game as well. There's a lot of depth at running back, too. Uh, depth at wide receiver. Top five pass catchers are back, and they've added a couple of guys out of the transfer portal. And they've got a lot of guys at tight end back. They, they've got a few guys back on the offensive line. They're just, I think, hoping to, to be okay on the offensive line and give the guys in the backfield just enough time to get something going. It's defensively. You bring in Vic Koning, another new system for that side of the ball. They feel good about the front seven. I think they're looking to maybe shore up some things in the secondary. I don't know that they're 100% confident in the depth on the defensive side of the ball at this point, but... That's going to be a work in progress. So, again, kind of the opposite of what the Golden Eagles are looking at. I think the Warhawks like how things are setting up offensively. Defensively, again, I think it will improve as the season goes along. It's just a matter of trying to find the right guys, build that depth, and continue to attack that from recruiting, especially this upcoming offseason, too. All right, Mike. We really appreciate your input. Congratulations uh, on the new gig, and uh, hope you guys have a great football season. I appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to seeing the Golden Eagles up here uh, Thanksgiving weekend. All right, everybody. Mike Hammett, Louisiana Monroe, the Warhawks, the brand-new play-by-play voice. All right, when we come back, we'll wrap things up, go back with the guys down at Ramey's and uh, wrap up this edition of the Super Talk Eagle Hour. To the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, we want to thank Mike Hammett and congratulate Mike on being the new play-by-play voice for Louisiana Monroe football. 
Uh, last game of the year for the Golden Eagles, and of course that'll become a uh, annual affair, home and home with Louisiana Monroe as the Golden Eagles enter the Sun Belt Conference. Also, want to thank Patrick McGee from NOLA.com. Always good to get an up-to-the-minute update on the New Orleans Saints. Good show for you tomorrow. Adam Witten is the play-by-play voice of Appalachian State, supposedly the best football team in the league. Joe Cushion is the play-by-play voice for Coastal Carolina, maybe the best, if not the second-best football team in the league. And we're going to have both of those guys on the Eagle Hour tomorrow. Will East from Super Talk Mississippi will also be on the show as we really kick off high school football season uh, in a big way tomorrow night. I know that's always a big day for you, Santa. You're a big high school football fan. Yeah, but I'll tell you, Bob, and, and this is this is beginning to happen. I, I spoke with uh, Will the Thrill Tony on Good Morning Jones County yesterday and about the weather that we are experiencing is forcing many high schools who have natural grass fields to make alternative plans because their their fields are a either underwater or b so torn up from the saturated grass and so on that they're trying to move their games to high schools that have artificial surfaces which is tough if that school's got a game and I know that there are some schools that are playing that have turf. They're playing a school that has artificial turf, so they're switching around. Like Purvis, and- Purvis and Lumberton, Purvis right here where we are at Ramey Motors, they've their game with Lumberton has been moved to play at Oak Grove mm-hmm. on a different night because Oak Grove has the the turf. So so Will East is going to have a really tough job keeping up with all these schedule changes that are invariably going to take place because Mother Nature is just on a terror here. And what's funny is the concern at the beginning of the season was the heat. And instead, now all this rain, because the rain was happening earlier in the day, it'd be out of the area by evening, but then the humidity and the heat was too bad. Well, now all the storms seem to be lingering at night. And You you older folks will understand when I say, in the words of Roseanne, Rosanna, Dana, it's always something. (laughs) Uh, Well, we're going to have the West uh, Jones-Madison Central game tomorrow night, and uh, Luke told me yesterday that that, there was some talk of moving that to Madison, but it's going to be played apparently at West Jones because here's here's the kicker. West Jones wants that gate. So if you go to Madison Central, yeah. Madison Central wants any gate being you know generated on their campus, and so it's my understanding that West Jones decided just to stay home, take the chance with their field being damaged to whatever degree, and and play in uh, tomorrow night at West Jones. Well, the other thing there is weather is the great equalizer. So if you've got a team that you think might, and I'm not saying I'm not saying this is the case in West Jones and Madison Central situation, but Madison Central is the defending six six A state mm-hmm. champion, right? So you know they're going to be pretty good. Well, if you can't throw the ball, you know, with people slip sliding all around the place, uh, it's the great equalizer. So it's pretty much running game against running game. But it's so tricky because even if you get the gate, that field gets damaged. Look how long it takes to get it back into playing right. condition. The money it takes and the time. Uh, it's but I will no say, win. in that particular situation, people in Soso are crazy about their Mustangs. No so so yeah, even if no it's question. pouring, even if it's pouring, you know, they will be there. But, boy, Will East is going to be chasing his tail here until Mother Nature decides to slow this, this rain down a little bit. Well, even from a broadcasting standpoint, keep that in mind if you're listening on any of our stations that you may be tuning in at a specific time to hear the game. It might not be on or they're... Maybe a long rain delay, lightning delays. 
Uh, before, we thought it was just going to be heat delays. So now, When we've talked well, about all the remotes we're going to be doing here on the Eagle Hour, the Pride of Mississippi is going to do their preview show. It's scheduled to be tomorrow night at 6 o'clock at Spirit Park on campus at Southern Miss, where they will play all of their different, their six different halftime shows. They're going to play all the music that they're going to perform, so it'll be a good chance for students to, to see the Pride. And Will Hall actually went to band practice the other day to shake the hands of every member of the band and just to let them know how important the pride of Mississippi is yeah. to the overall football environment. Uh, a great Miss move by Coach Hall, I'm, and I'm appreciative of that. I'm just grateful Big Nasty never was asked to do that. I don't, For some reason, I, <laughs> I have that in my head. That would not have turned out the same way. Yeah, I think if the tuba player would have even looked at Big Nasty, that tuba would be on that guy's head. There might head. have been some tears. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it, but, but we've talked about how when you hear that marching band for the first time, it's great, man. It's awesome. regardless the of what the temperature and, is, yeah, it's college football time. Hey, real quick, guys, I want everybody listening to go to the Super Talk Eagle Hour Facebook page of the Super Intern, I guess is what we have to call him. Uh, Nathan Lee has uh, – has put up a, a video that tells you how you can win a pair of season football tickets to Golden Eagle football. So uh, go to the Super Talk Eagle Hour Facebook page, scroll down till you see the uh, smiling uh, intern there. That would be Nathan, and uh, he'll give you all the instructions on what you have to do, and uh, you may win a pair of football season tickets. That, that's a pretty good prize there, Santa. Yeah, we're not talking about, like, tickets to a game. Mm -hmm. We're talking about season tickets. Every game. Yeah. There you go. All right, fellas, thank you for handling things down at Ramey Motors. It's always fun uh, to be there. We'll all be back in the studio tomorrow. Got a jam-packed show. Hope you'll join us tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Until then, Southern Miss. To the top. Into the future. Slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. I wanna fly like an eagle to the sea. Fly like an eagle, let my spirit carry me. I want to fly like an eagle till I'm free. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.